Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 352. We're going to be revisiting uh, WordPress security and kind of talking a little bit about uh, WordPress security and the WordPress security basics. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by ServerPress, makers of the desktop server. They make local WordPress development easy. Feel free to go take a look at their site over at serverpress.com. They also have another product called WP Site Sync where they got some uh, really great things over there where you can sync up sites between uh, your local site and the development sites or production to another production site. It's fun stuff. Feel free to go take a look at that over at serverpress.com. Steve, kick us off. Tell us about yourself. I am Steve Zegget. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. How about you, Cosper? Hey, uh, everybody, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg, a.k.a. The Bigger Lebowski. Just uh, happy to uh, talk about WordPress and uh, re-up on some security basics today. Nice. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my website is jasontucker.blog. Uh, I do the show as well as another show called WP Blab. Today, we talked about uh, funding open source with agency work. And uh, Chris Badgett just uh, just kind of laid it down there and told us all sorts of stuff about that. Um, if you don't know anything about him, uh, he runs uh, Lifter LMS, and he he talked about you know how he used his agency to kind of fund that um, that project that he was working on, so he can build a successful product and kind of run with that. So go take a look at that. We we did some good stuff over there. Um, yeah, let's talk about security. Let's get into it. So what about it? What about security? <laughs> I don't know. There, there's, um, there's plenty of places to start with this. And I was thinking, um, the, probably the one that we've we've discussed in the past. I, I'd say probably like episode number forty or thirty or something of the show, where we were talking about, uh, like back in the day, we we're like, oh, you can't have the admin account. You got to get rid of the admin account. You got to change it so it's it's now you know your name or something else like that. How much of that do you feel still holds true that that admin name, like the name admin, oh. is? how do you guys feel about that? All of it. It all still holds true. <laughs> what about you, Cosper? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I believe uh, WP Scan, which is a hacker tool, but I mean, you can also use it for security auditing your site, um, uses uh, admin as one of the default usernames that it checks for. So, uh, you know, the, the, the tool that hackers are using right out of the gate mm, you know it's, it's probably a good right. idea to uh to avoid what they're using as something that they check for what do you think steve uh i agree i mean i look i i a lot of our business is inheriting uh other websites um and and i think we see this running rampant right so these you know we'll inherit sites that that you know came from wordpress three four um, sometimes even older, right? So these problems are absolutely still around. Yeah, I mean, the like you were talking about um, using um, the scanning software. You know, those are those are essentially like enumerating the accounts that are on the site to try to figure out, you know, which accounts are there and what's using it. And if if the admin was was the default default one, then that's a good place to start. You could at least take that and yeah. now you know at least the username and say like, boom, boom, boom. Let's let's test all these passwords and see what we can do to get in there. Uh, the password is either password or password one, two, three. They may have, at this point, they may have added an exclamation point on the end. Oh, man. Maybe. Yeah. But those, it's one of those three passwords. So if you just try those three, you're in. 
Now, now, be fair, Steve. Uh, maybe they capitalized the PN password. I, for, I forgot. Yes, you're right. So yeah. one of those four. As, <laughs> as, as we say in the IT department, it's capital P and then password and then one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only time I get to say, it's the only time I get to say ass word while I'm at the church. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, um, that that enumeration of it looking through to see which accounts actually have posts, and then if those posts are attached to a user account, and then it just goes from there and being able to kind of figure out which accounts they can start uh, hacking on. Yep. So yeah, there's that. Um, I think that that's the, that's like the 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 starting point is if you're having that issue, you need to figure out how to get in there, change that user account, and then make sure you have a good solid password. And that's where a password manager comes into play. Like we haven't even talked about like WordPress itself, but having good passwords and not using the same passwords on every freaking site you're using, or changing how many exclamation marks you have at the end of it, or or putting the word like Google for Google and Yahoo for Yahoo and and YouTube for YouTube, like don't yeah don't do all that. There's there's better ways of doing it, and there's great products that are out there that you can use for password management. So look at those one password. One I use password one password. Use. Yes, and it's not the one password. It is the name of the product called the number one and then password. That's capital yes. P and then lowercase password. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I like using one password. I, I have used one password for, I mean, it's been eight or nine years at this point, uh, a really long time. However, one uh, password recently got some uh, outside funding, uh, which I think is interesting. Um, and once you kind of start going into the whole venture funding route, um, I've seen products kind of go bad after that. Um, now, of, of course, uh, you know, in the WordPress space, uh, there are a number, a handful of venture funded companies and their products have only gotten better. Um, I mean, take um, WP Engines Hosting, for example, like they have actually put that money to good use. Um, but uh, that that is a concern to me. There is uh, an, an open source version, and I know it's like, oh, open source, it must look like crap. Are you but about to say KeePass? No, I'm not about okay, to say good. KeePass. I'm about to say, I'm about to say Bitwarden. Have you looked at Bitwarden uh, at all? Oh, I have not. Uh, uh, Bitwarden has an import from 1Password. Uh, it's something that I've considered using uh, over the past few months as... Uh, I've seen things. I, it, it's it's nice to know uh, to have like an, an escape route planned um, when it comes to uh, some crucial software like your password manager. Uh, so Bitwarden, if, if you don't have a password manager, it might be something to consider installing. Uh, and sure. uh, it, it's it's clear it's clear that nobody has a problem with open source software since they're using WordPress. So. Yeah, so, it, so it's open source. Does that mean I'm 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 hosting Bitwarden myself? You can. Uh, I believe they also have. I believe they also have. I believe they also have a hosted solution that they will do for you as well. If you do host Bitwarden yourself, put it. Put an SSL certificate in place. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh man, I'm just I'm just throwing that one out there um, because. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I still love one password, but, uh, if you're looking at other ones, maybe consider it. Yeah. Well, but 
also, uh, WordPress itself, aside from one password, and this is all important, but WordPress itself now enforces strong passwords, right? So more recent versions of WordPress will enforce strong passwords, but you need to use it, right? And so you need if you if you have a, a site that you've upgraded from an old version of WordPress and you haven't changed your passwords, change your passwords. And so uh, most of this, is, some of this is is part technology, and some of this is part um, your workflow or process, right? And so as part of your process uh, with your WordPress site, you should have uh, a, a regular interval where you're changing your passwords. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Then it doesn't need to be as crazy as um, your your IT person is is forcing you to do like for instance there's places that they want you to change their password every 30 days or 60 days or something like that at that point you're just going to start putting more exclamation marks at the end of your password so don't do that <laughs> new new passwords yeah. or the number One, two, of times three. that i hear this at the church at the church i work at you pick a bible uh, you know bible book a book of the bible and you're like genesis genesis 1 1 and that's literally the password i'm like guys all of those like if it's anything that has to do with the type of work you do you know, if you're into, uh, you know, if you if you work at a zoo, like don't pick like animal passwords, like you know, like there's, you know, there's, figure it out whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, if you work at a, a an auto dealership, don't pick car names as your passwords. Like you know, right. the, I gotta go change thing. all my passwords right now. <laughs> I, I feel like in the, I feel like in the first season of uh, Mr. Robot, um, there he's trying to figure out someone's password and goes through their Facebook likes and looks at like, okay, here's his baseball team. Here's, um, you know, whatever, uh, basketball team, uh, hobbies, stuff like that. And then just builds his word list based off of that. So if you can use something like 1Password or Bitwarden that generates a, a completely random password for you, uh, that is really a, a better way to go. Yeah, yeah. agreed. All right, uh, so, so like we, we talked about passwords for ten minutes. We did, <laughs> but I think there's I think there's some I think there's some good in that. So at least looking at that, making sure people aren't getting into your website is probably a, a probably a good a good thing to do. Um, I think next next after that is um, protecting the website itself. So looking at um, some type of um, web based firewall that might be something to look into. Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole bunch of different ones that are out there. Um, you may want to just kind of you know start looking around and seeing what is available to you. Um, you also have apps that run or plugins that run within it um, as well, like uh, something like um, like WordFence or, no. or some of those sorts of things. Yeah. I'm just saying, like the, there's those types of things that exist. What, what's a good one other than that? Uh, I mean, I tend to not depend on plugins for the security of my website. Yep. Uh, I know that people love uh, iTheme security. Um, uh -huh. So, um, and they've had, they've long had uh, luck with that, but I, I tend to not depend on those plugins. Um, I will say um, for, um, for um, like firewalls, web app firewalls, uh, there are hosts that have, uh, I know DreamHost has like, it'll, it'll throw on uh, extra security rules on top of, uh, basically, they have like a set of uh, mod security, which is a module for Apache and Nginx, I believe, that'll throw rules on top. So you may not even need an external firewall, depending on your host. Uh, but uh, something like Cloudflare. I was um, going to say Cloudflare is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Cloudflare security. And, yeah. 
Sakuri definitely. Uh, Sakuri also has uh, a number of products. I, I'm actually, they have a uh, a plugin, a security plugin as well uh, that does some checks and stuff like that. Um, so they're worth taking a look at. But their their plugin is more doing sort of uh, verification uh, types of things yeah. and checks on your on your site itself. Their SaaS. Uh, is really doing uh, is doing the majority of the work. So the plugin kind of gives you Absolutely. access to their SaaS, right? But yeah, the two SaaS products that um, that Cosper just mentioned, we've had success with both of those, either Security or Cloudflare. Um, those are really pretty easy to set up and and don't really require a, a plugin, right? That's something you put in at the DNS level. Yeah, yeah. Where it hits that I, first before, and sometimes you even get the added um, the added uh, kind of added feature of being able to have a CDN tied into that as well. So CDN, CDN caching, that's all built into both, uh, both systems, right? So yeah. you get some scalability out of it as well. Now, if I can be a naysayer for a second, I, sure. I do like Cloudflare, uh, but I also have a little bit of a reluctance on putting so much of the internet behind Cloudflare's infrastructure. Um, as, to, as to the point where if Cloudflare fails and uh, a quarter or a third or whatever, like as they keep starting to like pick up more people putting their sites behind Cloudflare, using their uh, free DNS service, stuff like that. Uh, if they have a major catastrophic failure, like we've seen from AWS, like we've seen from stuff like that, uh, then that becomes a big problem. So kind of spreading it around a little bit and considering uh, Sakuri, considering uh, Encapsula, which is another one, um, it is always a good idea to, to kind of think about that and, and consider that, uh, that you don't necessarily want to put so much of the internet behind a single point of failure. But Cosper, do those run off of lava lamps like like <laughs> like uh, Cloudflare does? That's actually their server farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of an encapsula. Um, do, could you have you touched that at all? Have you used it? Uh, I mean, it's it. They they basically do the same thing as Cloudflare and uh, Sakuri as far as like the uh, the firewalling goes. So it's just basically a, an extra set of security rules. Uh, they they pass traffic along uh, to your website, but filter out like a lot of the bad stuff that's coming through. They have an it's entire fire, wall of magic eight balls. You walk in and all the eight balls are switching. Right. <laughs> it's, fire, it's firewall. It's firewall a verb because you just use it as one. Anything can be a verb if you try hard enough. Yeah, you just add ing apparently on the end of it. I'm just I was just curious. <laughs> Anything's a verb if you can push it, right? Is that is that what it is? <laughs> I love it. All right. So so we've talked about uh being able to to you know make sure that you're protecting the site from you know evildoers that are trying to get into the site as well as just being um denial of service attacks and all that fun stuff as well. What what else is there? I would I would say that going through the plugins that you have installed and figuring out um, am I actually using this plugin or not? And if it hasn't been updated in a while, you may want to think about, you know, maybe switching to their one of their competitors and using a different one that's actually been updated. What do you guys think about that? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it, well, there's two kinds of out of dates, right? And we've talked, I think we've talked about this on past episodes, right? There's just keeping your plugins and your WordPress up to date is important for security, right? Because those, those things get security patches all the time, but if a plugin, you, you may look at your uh, plugin um, uh, area inside of your dashboard and it may show that everything's up to date, 
right? But that's just showing that you have the most recent version of a plugin. If a plugin hasn't been updated in two years, right? Um, it, 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 it's not really showing there in your in your dashboard. Yeah. So that's, that's something to be aware of is if a plugin is just no longer under active development, which is what you're saying, Jason, then mm -hmm. you may want to may want to look to switching switching to something else. And again, that's not but, apparent by just looking at your dashboard. Yeah, for, right. for people who've had uh, the same plugins for you know however long, or, or people who I've, I mean, I've seen sites that have 40, 50, 60 plugins. Uh, I, I don't necessarily expect somebody to go through and look at every single plugin that they're running, have active, whatever, uh, and try to figure out if it's been updated recently. Uh, it would be nice if WordPress core had something where they actually said, here's when the plugin was last updated. Um, I mean, I, I mm -hmm. feel like uh, Pete Mall, I want to say, had a um, from range, uh, at least that's where he was working at the time, used to have a, a code snippet that he, he could put in and add like a plugin last updated thing, but uh, to the column to your plugins. But, oh, and we lost. Uh, no, he, he, lost he stepped two. away for a second. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, there, there was a plugin that he had, but it hasn't been updated. Uh, funny enough in yeah. probably seven years or something like that at this point. Uh, mm -hmm. But it would be nice if we could just have a column like that, an informational column in core, because knowing when the plugin was last updated is, is a very important thing. Yeah. It shows you that there's at least some activity that's happening there. Absolutely. One of the things that um, I, going back to securities um, uh, security um, scanning plugin, one of the things I really liked about that um, that I haven't seen in very many other ones is the fact that it'll do file integrity um, monitoring to see if a file has changed. And that also works well with looking at um, if the plugins have changed as well. So if if someone went and uploaded a malicious version of the plugin or changed something or, or something like that, that's something to look at as well. And it, it'll even go and re-download um, a copy of that plugin to refresh it right on the fly. Um, as well as refreshing the, you know, any of the core files that have may have may have changed as well. I think if you're getting into that, that then that means security obviously didn't work for you. Yeah, <laughs> and you're, and you're probably going to have to like maybe hire somebody to go through it, and you could even hire security to do it if you want to kind of go in and clean out that site. But yeah, it, you know, just just because you go and replace a couple files doesn't necessarily mean it's it's cleaned up the site. There's probably other things that are happening as well. And so plugins aren't the only danger there, right? Themes go through updates as well. And themes have had uh, security problems themselves. What, what was the, um, is it uh, Tim Thumb? Is that what the thing that was? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember that? Uh -huh. So there were a lot of themes that were on the, I believe, on Envato that had that uh, included in it. And those were all vulnerable at one point because of that that particular thing. Or, or you have themes that include actually, instead of oh. saying you need to download this plugin, include uh -huh. something like, like a slider Required plugin. It. Yeah. yeah. And, and include the slider plugin in their theme. And then you have an out of date theme that you tried once, never actually used, and it's still uh -huh. on your site. So going through and, and auditing out and getting rid of those themes you're not going to go back and use, good idea. Uh, also, a good idea. Um, and kind of to go back to uh, to passwords a little bit is uh, you need to take a look at your users and see who has administrator privileges on your site. 
because oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of times you go, oh, okay, I'll make you an admin so you can do this thing, and then you have basically handed the keys to your entire site over to somebody who you know, maybe only needed to make one change or a, a quick thing. It's good that you weren't just sharing your admin password with them, but go back in and make sure that they actually still need to be there. Yeah. And, and if you are, if you are sharing your admin password, which I highly recommend against, don't do it over email. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. I've had, I've had places where they'll send you half the password and then they'll call you with uh, the other half or they'll uh, text you with one. That's fine. All, yeah. all, all of that is fine. Send it over Slack. All of that is fine. Yeah. <laughs> better. Yeah. Than, it's better than email. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, you know, some, some hosts when they're doing support on your site may ask you to set them up a, uh, a user account. Right. Um, and, and those are meant to be temporary. So say along the same lines of what you were just saying, Cosper, right. Make sure you clean up those things. Right. Or if you made somebody an admin at one point, but they still need a user account, fine. Set, just, just change their, their access level back down to something that's normal. Yeah. Get rid of you them. Know, it's, you need to. It, it's the end of January, and I know spring cleaning is still a couple months away. But thanks to climate change, it's a it feels like it's kind of getting a little springy. So just <laughs> go ahead and start your spring cleaning now. So yeah. one one of the things that you said, and I want to touch on again, I want to reiterate. You you'd said go through and and deactivate or look through plugins that you may not be using anymore. Not only deactivate them, but delete them. Get get rid of them. Just get that code out of there, right? Um, it's it's probably not doing anything, but but it's still code that could be potentially used to access parts of your server uh, uh, by a hacker. So take all that stuff out of there. Uh, any of that any extra code just should not be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And going back to the whole themes thing and having old themes that are laying around in there, um, tools like WP scan will scan for um, themes that are old themes that are just sitting around in there that aren't being used. You know, I, I've logged into sites where they'll have, you know, every single 2012, 2013, 2014, or you have like the DreamHost type sites that may have 500 different play, uh, themes that are installed on there. Cause at some point, they were pre-installing themes or um, you just have all these different ones that are out there. And if you find a theme that has a vulnerability in it, they can still execute that data, you know, execute the, the scripts that are in there just by going to that URL directly to, to run it. And, and if you are actually able to log in like through an FTP uh, or even better an SSH and, and look at look at the actual file structure, uh, take a look and see what's in the root directory, right? Oh, see yeah. if something looks like it's out of place, right? <laughs> it, 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 right? Because um, because there are things that you're asked to install in the root directory, like uh, like a Google verification file, which which are okay, right? But sometimes things just show up that are either created by a plugin or maybe you got a legitimate hack. So just mm -hmm. take a look around and see if there's something that doesn't feel like it's normal WordPress. Um, yeah, because sometimes the hackers can't can't get rid of all the files that they left behind. So you'll have like aaa.php sitting in there. You go to that URL, don't do it. But if you were to go to that no. URL, uh, a file, a file managing at a plugin will show up. That's fully, you know, showing the entire, you know, list of files that are in your site and they're digging around looking for passwords and, and, and all that fun stuff. And if you do, if you do do that and you find some files that look like they're out of place, feel like they're out of place, just hire security. They'll do a malware cleanup for you. They'll, they'll get rid of all that bad stuff for you. You know, and one, one of the places that you should consider uh, turning off 
uh, especially if you never use it, is the file or is the uh, file editor for themes and plugins uh, on oh, your oh, site. Yeah. Um, that is one of the major points of infection. Uh, if someone actually gets your password, if you're not using one password, if you're using, uh, you know, a weak password or something like that, um, you know, they see one of the first places that hackers go check um, as somebody who used to do hack site cleanups. Uh, looking through the log files is they go to the plugin editor, they go to the theme editor, and then they start adding, um, you know, shells, things like that, where they can actually start accessing more and more and more of your site uh, and messing with your your files a lot deeper. Perfect. That's exactly right. I, I We add that to everything. Yeah. Uh, yep. we, no reason to add a file like that. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the other plugins that are types of plugins that, that we look for and, and tend to disable that people just leave are things like migration plugins, right? Database database access plugins, those kinds of things that are just sitting in the dashboard, right? That's that's just too much access. And so we we first of all we just disable and delete those things if we're if we're managing a site. But I can't tell you how many sites, almost every site that we take on. Right, still has their original migration plugin uh, just sitting there, just just sitting there waiting to be um, exploited, um, or uh, what is it? The 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 database backup, you know, those kinds of plugins, right? Those are those are easy ways for people to get all of your data, or access all of your data, or change all of your data. Yeah, I mean, I've seen backups that will go into some file that or some folder that is available that's accessible directly. And it lists all the files that are in there. Just like, which backup do I want? Easy. Yep. No problem. Yep. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yep. So yeah, get rid of that stuff. You don't need it, right? Um, and and by the way, your, your backups in this day and age should be, be taken care of by your host, right? Any good managed WordPress host will have a backup system for you. Um, so you don't need uh, a backup plugin. Uh, see, I, I argue a little bit with that. Uh, if, no if, you, if you're going to if you're going to use a backup plugin, uh, use a backup plugin that dumps someplace offsite. Uh, oh yeah. Back, backup Buddy, Vault Press, whatever you want to use. Uh, I actually there is. Um, I, I don't know what branch of the military it's from, but it's. Uh, if you're only depending on one backup, that backup can go bad too. But if you yeah. have a backup of your backup then you have two places that you can look for files, especially if your site gets hacked, you want to be able to have, here is the second place I can go check for stuff, especially if you don't realize that your site was hacked months ago and your your host only keeps 30 days of backups. Absolutely true. And I, 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 agree, with you. I agree with your point. I think the, the, um, the, the plugins that you mentioned are definitely, um, you know, um, worth it those are those are good ones to have right things that do backups off-site what i wouldn't do is just go search the uh, wordpress plugin repo for a backup plugin right something that is backing up your database to your same system right to to the the file structure within wordpress just stay away from that absolutely yeah, yeah. Let's see here. What else? What else could there be security-wise that we should be looking at real quick here in the last two minutes that we got? You know, uh, admin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, did I jump in there? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Cosper. <laughs> PHP MyAdmin is is a good one. Uh, don't don't install it unless uh, I mean a lot of hosts actually provide it. 
mm-hmm. but, and have it set up in a way where it's securely done and correctly done. Um, running your own version of that, not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to kind of touch a little bit on uh, having a service that helps you manage your site. Uh, a lot of people don't have a, a you know, just a single site. They have two or three or 20 or whatever. Uh, so um, iThemes has um, something that basically allows you to uh, manage your sites. Uh, there's Manage WP. Um, there's, what was it? Infinite WP? Is that still mm-hmm. a thing? Uh, but that that's for people who want to install stuff on their own server and you know, we'll, we'll be out of the purview of a, a lot of our listeners, but uh, managed WP is, is definitely still around um, and is, is definitely worth it if you need to f- put all of your sites someplace. And they give you a dashboard where you can update your plugins, update your themes. Uh, so going in and checking that uh, once, twice, whatever a week. And, yeah. <laughs> and, but but checking checking that regularly and making sure instead of checking each one of your sites over and over and over again, you have one place to go, you have one button to click, and they'll take care of the updates. They'll help you take care of the updates. It, it definitely helps. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If there's a way to to at least manage that stuff offsite, especially if if you have a ton of sites, um, I use Infinite WP at my work, and I have it running on a local server on in my network, and it's just constantly checking for that stuff and letting me know when it needs to be updated and works good. But yeah, there's other ones out there that as well. Main WP is another one that you can take a look at. So if you're if you got a bunch of sites and you're wanting to manage them, or if you're starting a business where you're going to be managing other people's sites, it's better to do this um, remotely than to sit there and try to log into every single site to take a look at it and figure it all out. So yeah, definitely go take a look at those all different alternatives that are out there to, to see how you can do that. Totally. Half a a dozen sites, a dozen sites, whatever, um, and and you don't use something like this, you probably have a dozen or half a dozen sites that are out of date in one way or another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. All right, right, folks. I want to say thank you very much for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. I do want to let you know that uh, next week on WP Water Cooler, we're doing something totally new. We're calling it Dev Branch, and it's going to be a developer developer track type setup here. So we're going to be talking about just developer type things. So if you're someone who's like oh. binary, yeah. So if you're some of those people that kind of that listen to this stuff and this stuff feels like it's over your head, then next week is going to definitely be over your head. But if this stuff sounds like it's like, oh, that's cool, but I really want to hear some more advanced things, we're definitely going to be talking about some more advanced things um, on next week's episode. So. Go take a look at uh, uh, WP Water Cooler, WP Water Cooler's Dev Branch. So, I'll talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye bye. <laughs>